0: Food for Thought on News Talk 760 WJR is presented by Farm Bureau Insurance of Michigan and by the Food Bank Council of Michigan, creating a food secure state. Here's your host, Dr. Phil Knight. Michigan has joined 38 other states in developing a self sufficiency standard. This comprehensive tool provides the best data and analysis for Michigan families and individuals to move toward economic security. Simply put, the standard calculates how much income a family must earn to meet basic needs. Of course, this amount varies based on family makeup and where they live. A single parent with two school-age kids living in Kent County has a customized standard, while a two-parent family with a one preschool child in Genesee County will have another. Basic needs are defined as you may think, bare-bones budgets with no extras, These needs include housing, child care, food, health care, transportation, and taxes. While the standard for Michigan defines the minimum income needed to realistically support a family, it is about much more than the ongoing debate over the minimum wage. It is about improving skills for better-paying jobs and bridging any gaps for employment, such as transportation and child care. It is important to note that the self-sufficiency standard is different than the official poverty measure, which is out of date and no longer accurately measures poverty. Families are defined as poor or not poor, depending on where they fall on the poverty measure. Based on the self-sufficiency standard, many Michigan families with incomes considered above the federal poverty level are significantly below what is necessary to meet their basic needs. What does the standard really mean for our state? It means we now have the data necessary to close the gap between the current wages by both reducing cost and raising incomes. To reduce costs, we must ensure that families who are struggling to cover basic needs have access to work supports such as child care assistance, food benefits, and the earned income credit. These supports provide stability and resources while a person becomes self-sufficient. The second critical component is raising incomes through enhanced skills and jobs that pay self-sufficient wages and offer career potential. Public policies, education, training, and good jobs all can help individuals reach self-sufficiency. The self-sufficiency standard for Michigan is a valuable tool to evaluate policy changes and target resources toward job training in fields that pay self-sufficiency wages. The standard also will help evaluate outcomes of employment programs and provide a counseling tool for work training initiatives. I envision a day not too far in the future when our state truly understands the vital importance of economic security for all Michigan residents and families. It is within our reach to accomplish this by working collaboratively and developing common sense public policies that support and we re- reward those who work. Thanks for listening. Jerry and I will be right back here on Food for Thought. Welcome back to Food for Thought, sponsored by Farm Bureau Insurance of Michigan and the Food Bank Council of Michigan. And I cannot wait until my co-host and friend and partner in this mission of creating food security across Michigan now speaks and reacts to my monologue that you just heard. Jerry Brisson. Thanks for being my partner and my friend in this great endeavor, and I can't wait to hear your reaction.
1: Yeah, so my first reaction is it was months ago when we first started talking about we're commissioning the self-sufficiency standard study, right? Mm -hmm. It was months ago, and we were excited about it then, and we had Dr. Helen Pierce... Uh, or Dr. Diana Pierce right. on the show talking about what she does and how she does it and what it shows out. I, I have the report in front of me and I am just going to tease everyone listening right now to say but I can't tell you what's in it yet. It's We have a a launch. This study is so significant to our work and to the work of a lot of different people in Michigan that we want to release the information in a in an actual event where we're going to have people come and talk about it and see what it is and really understand um, very specifically and concretely how many different households there are, how, who's in a household changes the story if you're one adult or one adult plus one preschooler or one adult and one preschooler and one school-age kid.
0: 719 right? yeah. different family yeah. types across our state.
1: And how that affects a household budget. And, and if you're going to be serious about solving food security, if you're going to be serious about it, you can't really do that with a one size fits all solution. And we knew that. We've known that for a long time. We we've been doing hunger studies every couple of years in food banks across the country to understand who's coming to our pantry network, what do they need, and and you know, from age, you know, young people, old people, we've learned a lot from that, like the fact that 47% of the people we serve are employed. You know, that's right. a change. And our hunger studies have helped us understand a little bit about who is hungry. This study takes it to a whole nother level. It not only tells us who's hungry, but it tells us the the myriad of household situations that hungry people live in and how that changes their household budget. and And that tells us the actual economic impact we're making when we provide food to that household. Because we know that without us, it would cost them hundreds of dollars to buy that food. And if they don't have that money... It tells us what trade offs they're making, whether that's child care or utilities or specifically in a dollars and cents way. This is the impact that food insecurity is having on this household.
0: So, I don't want to get too far into the show here, you know, but I'm really excited to see how the self sufficiency study for Michigan integrates with other studies and programs and even with facts and figures. So, let me just draw you back to the financial cliff. So we know that $11.50 an hour, people become ineligible for benefits. That includes housing, child care assistance, and SNAP reaches out, food assistance reaches out, but it's really all, you dropping people off a cliff. You're not gradually letting them down. You're not, you know, you're not you know creating a slope into this it's definitely a slope out but $11.50 is all for all practical purposes we drop them off the cliff and they are ineligible for any assistance they need to make $6 more an hour at 1750 to recoup where they were at prior to 1150 an hour that's 6 bucks an hour man that's a lot of money
1: yeah and another thing to make it real so if you're If you're working 8 or 10 or 12 hours a day and you're working hard and you're doing a good job and you come home and you still can't pay your bills after working that hard, how many days and months are you going to keep working that hard? Yeah. I mean, it's when you disincentivize work and no one's doing this intentionally. No. But but when you set up systems to solve a problem without really looking at the whole problem and all the tools you need in your tool bag to make sure you're incentivizing the right things, you you can make mistakes by accident, right? right. And and the self-sufficiency study and some of the other uh, data that we're actually using now to help us solve
0: problems, are intended to avoid those kinds of mistakes. Right. So it is. It, and I'm really excited about this study and its ability to inform policy. I don't want it to be a study that we do a launch with and and everybody takes it home and they th- they they, 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 th- they put it on their desk and then their desk gets cluttered and a week later it's on a bookshelf. It's got to be a tool, Jerry. It's got to be a tool to help people I mean I'm talking about social workers help make decisions about determining benefits and eligibility, and we're going to have to talk about the the poverty standard in in, in another segment here, but it's got to be a tool.
1: That's right. And and our network of partners want to make a difference. Our, our network of donors want to make a difference. My team at Gleaners, every food bank in the state of Michigan wants to make a difference. And how do you know you're making a difference? Well, there's two... F- Fundamental ways. One way is you hear the stories that the people tell you from their experience of being helped. And you know you've made a difference when you hear those stories. But the other way is to watch social conditions change. When you feed a, a household that has school aged children, and those school aged children accomplish third grade reading level because they weren't hungry, when you see a whole school full of kids, that reached mm-hmm. third grade reading level because all those families were taken care of. When you see those social indicators change, you now know you've made a difference. And that's how this information and these studies and this data is going to change the conversation about food security in Michigan.
0: And we're going to continue the conversation right here on Food for Thought with my co-host Jerry Brisson who I got to say, man, you are one heck of a thought leader in this work. And I'm Right I back to you, my friend. I appreciate you. Jerry and I will be right back. You don't go away. We'll be right here. It's Food for Thought with Dr. Phil Knight on WJR. Get in touch with the Food Bank Council of Michigan. Visit fbcmich.org. Once again, here's Dr. Phil Knight. And we're talking about data, specifically a little bit about the self-sufficiency study, but you're going to help us move and integrate But before you do, Jerry, I want to remind everyone that the Self-Sufficiency Standard, the study that's coming out in September of this year, uh, provides the most comprehensive and up-to-date overview of what it takes for a family to be self-sufficient without the use of any public or private assistance. And that's really where we want everyone to be. It doesn't matter your political ideology. We want everybody to be self-sufficient.